song was because uh well first and foremost i talked about it on the last episode i was going to do one on uh, school shooting because of what had just happened uh i figured you know originally i was going to go in depth about the whole thing but uh it's kind of been talked about enough and i figured i'm going to leave that for when i do a std with uh murph because uh, i recently heard he the dudes did one and um I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it got me frustrated for multiple reasons, mainly just the information was kind of all over the place, and uh, I wanted to kind of just focus it on <clears throat> what is known, but uh, like I said, I'm going to do that with Murph, so for me, I'm just going to go for this show, just basically what I think of the whole situation, uh, more thought-wise than anything else. And, um, I remember when this happened, like, especially because of the whole elementary school. Well, yeah, first and foremost, you know, my kids are little, so, I mean, everybody always, that's, anybody with kids always goes with that thought of, like, shit, it could have been my kids. And I didn't have that thought initially, and I still don't, mainly because I don't, like, I mean, I know where my kids were, they weren't there, so it wasn't an issue, but, um... And I don't think of that as, like, anything lucky or anything. Like I said, um, <clears throat> as much as people want to keep saying that these things are going to keep happening, it's as if people forget that they've happened a long time. I mean, even before my time. Um, and then I had to look it up, but I just remember, like, it being... I thought it was in the 80s, but uh, it turns out it was in 79. The school shooting out in San Diego... That's, like, mainly one of the only reasons why I remember it. That and, um, like I said, the song. The song is uh, I Hate Mondays. And the reasoning behind that song from... Fuck, man, I don't even remember the name of the fucking band. But it was, like, some weird, goofy uh, English group. But uh, Bob Gandalf was the one who wrote the lyrics to it. And Bob Gandalf's famous now for creating uh, Live Aid and all that. But, anyway, I skipped about... The reason why he named it that song and the lyrics are about that is... Uh, yeah, there was a shooting back in uh, 1979 at elementary school in San Diego. And uh, they the shooter killed eight kids. Uh, I think uh, one of the cops got hit in the neck. It, it was a 22, so it wasn't like anything crazy. And it was from a far enough distance. But yeah, the kids that... Oh, I'm skipping ahead. The shooter was a 16-year-old. And another one that people forget it was a female 
Uh, I had to look up her name. Like I said, I, I try not to remember names of these people. Because to me, that's like kind of giving them notoriety and shit and like kind of giving them a meaning. I'd rather just remember them as the actions that they did as opposed to the person that like they are. Um, because to me, that's where everything kind of goes from. It's more like I've always said, I don't really care who you are. I care about your actions and like what you do. I'm the type of person that gives my buddies nicknames and we go by that anyway. You know, or just shorten names like or I go off of whatever. I don't really care about anything else, uh, past included. I mean, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I've mentioned this before when we talked about like, uh, the difference between art and the artist. I mean, I like a bunch of artists that are now considered horrible fucking people, but I mean, their art's still great to me and that's why I like them. And that's kind of where my thought process is going to go, at least on this episode. Like I said, I'll go more into the specifics of the actual shooter in Texas that happened on the STD because I know me and Murph can go back and forth about it and that kind of does what I've been saying I want to do with the show um, start doing some T&D episodes which is doom related topics which I mean nothing fucking worse than that shit and taboo subjects and the taboo subject on that would be the part that me and Murph differ um, just overhearing some of the parts that we talked about with the other dudes it was um, mainly that he wants he has the idea of like Australia or you just you know get rid of all guns which I mean that's fucking plausible in Australia it's an island you know like they barely even have drugs and the drugs that they do have are like kind of modified or synthetic versions of regular drugs so I mean and that's where my thought goes with it like you can go ahead and change laws for everybody that you think but a criminal's not gonna decide by those laws anyway that's what makes them a criminal they're going against law so changing a law doesn't affect anybody but the people that are law-abiding or the common people. And then from there, you know, like, what are you going to do? You're going to be defenseless when an actual criminal person with a weapon has one and comes at you. Like, it's just, that that's, to me, just a real quick way of, like, saying that. Like, no, that won't work. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go back to the whole thing. Like I said, she was a 16-year-old girl. There goes one thing. Like, so, A... As much as people like to talk about, like, oh, this is all new and it keeps happening now, no. I mean, I I survived Columbine. I didn't survive it like fucking I wasn't there, but, I mean, I was in high school at the time of that. I had my own issue with that, and I'm going to get further into that with um, Murph. Uh, long story short, I didn't go to school that day. It was 4.20, and now it's a fucking statewide holiday of fucking potheads, but before that, it was kind of just a thing, like, well, mainly potheads, but... Uh, that whole 420 thing started out here in Kelly. It's a group of kids at a fucked up school, I want to say, in Long Beach or Orange County, that would get out of detention, because detention was when they got out of school, and they had to stay over longer, and they would meet up around 420 and go smoke weed and hang out and surf and skate. That was where the whole number train started from. Now, it's, a, like I said, out in California at least, maybe Colorado, other big states that are like pro-weed, now it's a fucking, like, fucking uh, weed holiday. But before that, it was known as Adolf Hitler's birthday. And it was like an anniversary thing of people doing horrible fucked up shit. And that's why the shooters of Columbine picked that date. It has nothing to do with weed. They didn't fucking pick that date for that. And it's kind of weird that people kind of forgot about it and it just went away. Like, don't get me wrong, that's great. I'd, I'd rather those things go away because 
if you remember them, then people copycat all kind of shit like that. There's always something. But, uh, yeah. Um, like I said, it got me thinking about it. And, you know, everybody wants to start talking about stats and all this other shit and stuff like, oh, well, uh, statistically, they're always going to be a, a young man and uh, a mentally ill or mentally challenged or fucking uh, something's wrong. You know, there's always some issues with that kid. Oh, he listened to fucking rock music, so he's a violent person. A bunch of bullshit. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, maybe that's true, but that doesn't make you anything because if that was the case, then we'd have a fuckload more, right? Because last time I checked, I mean, not so much anymore. Like, rock and roll probably is, like, out or rock. Like, it's not as big as it used to be, but, I mean, there's still people that listen to that shit all day. And they don't do anything stupid at all or violent. And uh, so, yeah, break that because this was a female, like I said. She was 16. She lived across the street from the school. Um, and uh, I want to say, yeah, here we go. Okay, so here we go. So she shot at kids from across from her home out the window, shot them while they're getting ready to go to school. School wasn't open yet. She shot them. I think she shot at a principal. Shot the guard, like I said, in the neck, but he lived. But, yeah, she killed eight kids. And, like I said, she was a kid herself, 16 years old. Um, she was known to have been, uh, A, pretty fucked mentally. Uh, it turns out the name of the band was Boomtown Rats. That's what they're called. Um, so, yeah. Her parents were separated. She lived with her dad. He was a fucking alcoholic. All he had in the house was a was a bed that they both shared, and don't think anything crazy. He didn't do anything like that. And they ain't fucking no, you know, assault in that way, sexual or nothing. He was he wasn't like that. He was just a shitty dad. Period. Uh, mom was probably pretty bad too for her to have left and not cared. Um, yeah, so he was a fucking budding alcoholic. Went to work every day, just did that. So she was left alone a lot. She talked about killing herself quite often, and um, realized. And said that she wanted to have some notoriety. She wanted to be on TV. She wanted to be famous. So, for her birthday, her dad got her a gun. 22 with quite a bit of rounds. When she was asked about it later on, because she was actually arrested and charged and shit. She didn't get killed. She wasn't killed by cops. She didn't kill herself. None of that shit. So she's one of the rare cases where you got to get to talk to the person after the fact. And believe it or not, she actually lived all the way. She's still alive. Yeah, she's still alive in prison now. She's in a, she's sixty years old now. Um, she uh, her name is Brenda Spencer. If you guys want to look it up, like I said, I I don't care to put out notoriety, but that's what it was. Her dad's name was Wallace. <clears throat> Dad decided to buy her a fucking gun. Um, and uh, when she was interviewed about that later, she basically said, "I think he thought since I had told him I was suicidal, he bought me the gun, even though I wanted." I forget what the hell she said she wanted. Do. Um, oh, she asked for a radio, and he bought her a gun. And then when she said, or when asked why he had done that, she answered, "I felt like he wanted me to kill myself." So that's the kind of shit she was dealing with. Um. She started hunting birds. Um, you know, there's all these signs that were that were noticeable at the beginning, and uh, a lot of people don't tend to talk about that till way after the fact. Like, with the Texas case, there's quite a bit of stuff, especially online. And uh, that's another thing that I kind of want to talk about. This kid put out signs, and I don't just mean warning signs. It was signs of help, man. He was asking for shit. He put things out there, 
and people responded back to him as much as people or the news wants to tell you like oh yeah you know he was just posting shit online and you know he had a few followers no he had quite a bit like don't get me wrong he wasn't trending or fucking an influencer or nothing but he had quite a bit of followers they like in 30s or 40s and um these people were talking back to him all the time you know whenever he posted up shit they'd be like oh fuck man like there was people that egged him on there were people that fucking questioned him everything was happening and that's what's crazy about the whole thing and i my whole point of of bringing up this conversation people tend to talk about these things and if you can talk back with them like you can i'm not saying you can prevent it but you can slow these thoughts down and build up a resistance for these people because if i'm pretty sure if he had no contacts at all not talking about the girl anymore but talking about this new texas shooter if he had anybody like if he was just being ignored i'm pretty sure he would have tried doing shit earlier you know, the thought would have fucking crossed his mind sooner. But instead, he plotted and planned, and he kept thinking because the more and more time he was here discussing it, he kept thinking about it, and it got more vivid for him. The thought he he started writing things more out. He he actually expressed his thoughts out. His uh, manifesto, which is always one of the first things I always go to whenever I hear about this shit, because I don't know. It's, I said to me, I, it's not that I'm into dark things. It's just they intrigue me. I'm not interested in them in the sense of like, oh, fuck, man, I want to fucking be like that. Too. I don't. That's not the case at all. I don't care for that. But I always believe that there should be studies or like people to look into this shit and not in the sense of like a fan or anything. Because I'm not I'm, I don't care for these people at all. And I, their actions are fucking horrible to me. Fuck these people. If I ever got to talk to them before the fact, I would be like, fuck you, dude. You're a piece of shit. If you go through with this shit, I can't believe you got that far. And the reason why I say this so easily is because, A, this has come up before. I know people that have, I know personal friends that have actually said horrible shit. Like, A, they're going to be suicidal, they're going to kill themselves. I've told them to their face, okay, dude. And this is one that I, I, I mentioned it before, maybe on this podcast, if not another one. Uh, but a friend of mine, when we were 16 years old, told me he fucking thought he was going to kill himself and he wanted to. And he was expressing it to me as if, like, just to tell somebody. And I fucking told him, because we were fucking drunk, all kind of shit, man. I basically told him, like, all right, dude, if you do that shit, because this, this wasn't the first time he's brought it up. Like I said, it's never just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking do this. And they snap. No, dude, there's all, majority-wise, there's fucking signs. There's warning signs. And people just need to start paying attention. That's that's one. I mean, this kid's parents neglected his ass. The dude in Texas, like, they just fucking left him to go off with his grandma. Like, that's pretty fucked, man. Like, back in the day, don't get me wrong, that's kind of a thing that we do, like, at least, like, out here, I know many people like that. Black people are like that, um, Asians are like that, uh, Hispanics people are like that. I don't know so much about, um, white people doing that, more so, unless it's just, like, their parents were fucked and their grandparents were the ones that wanted to raise them, but in our cultures, and people that I know, like, in black culture, Asian culture, if you fuck up, they send you with your grandparents because they know, A, your grandparents don't play that shit, like modern day like me like i'm i'm way nicer to my kids i'm pretty sure and i'm gonna be later on in life than my parents were or my grandparents were i'm pretty sure my grandparents beat the fuck out of my parents when they were kids if they did anything horrible just like i remember getting beat when i was a kid like and not like fucking assaulted like oh shit i can't breathe or nothing no like fucking got hit with the belt a few times shit sucked you basically were checked you were told hey don't do this shit and if you do that shit something's gonna happen and something happened i got beat like i said that just sounds way worse but it, I'm not, like, fucking traumatized from it now. I don't know. And and it, and as much as people want to say, like, oh, if you get beat, then you're, you're going to beat people. That's bullshit. That's up to you. 
somewhere you have to break the cycle. I broke it. I don't fucking hit my kids. You know, I'll spank their fucking hand or something if they do something wrong. But it's more of like a cautionary thing. I don't want my kid playing with like the electrical socket or something. I'm going to fucking go over and smack his hand and go, no, fucking don't do that shit. Or my daughter earlier when she was a child. But they know that now, you know? It's not like we fucking hit them like we like people used to hit us. Like, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid seeing my older cousins get hit up, fucking smack the head, man. Like, open palm, don't get me wrong, but still, they got fucking hit hard, dude. Like, if you do that to a grown up, it'll fuck them up. <laughs> or, like, at least, you know, set them off to where they're going to fight. But that that's just how that is. So, this kid was sent to go with his grandparents, and I guess his parents thought that would help. And on top of that, it was in a different area. You know, they sent him what 120 some miles away from where he grew up um which is where the school was and they i remember they tried throwing that shit out too like as if that was related to the buffalo shooting thing where the buffalo shooter guy went to a different uh area the fucking what was it, like 50 60 miles away from where he lives like yeah but that dude was racially motivated that was totally different i'm talking mainly right now about school shooters like i mean violence and an extremist that that's its own subject to me completely so like i just referenced the buffalo thing just because of the reference of uh distance but with this kid in texas he was literally there he's after he killed his grandma he stole the car which he couldn't drive crash well, i believe it was a truck crashed it into the fucking uh into a ravine right near the school he had it wasn't as if he picked that school who knows where he was gonna go people like to assume that he just went to that school if that was the case he could have fucking just drove straight there and went in no he drove crashed went around there happened to be an unlocked door he got in access to that and that's where that spread and that school had a weird design to where school classrooms were adjacent to each other so that's why he was only access to those rooms and he wasn't able to pretty much given now the information we know about like you know he was in that fucking building for over an hour and a half he would have had complete access to that whole fucking building if he really wanted to but because of lockdowns and everything else he was only confined to that area of that school where he had access to only those rooms which he stalked and uh you know terrorized and killed many people um but my whole thing like i'm saying is like this this kid had signs man he he, he put out stuff online there was people talking to him back and forth and that's where i want to go with this personally like my whole thing is, like I said, I, I know people that have, A, been suicidal, and I know people that have said that they're going to hurt somebody else. Like, fuck this, man, I can't take it. Especially when it comes to bullies. It's always with that shit. Like, nah, man, you don't fucking get it. This dude keeps fucking with me, or these people keep fucking with me, and I'm tired of it. I need to fucking, I need to do this. Fuck that. They're horrible people. And that was kind of like the, the, um, the ongoing thing after Columbine, especially. People were always like, oh, shit, these kids are fucked, and they're bullies. These are all victims, you know? And they just decided to flip the switch and turn their, you know, bullies into victims themselves. So there was always that kind of process, and I, I never understood that because, to me, don't get me wrong, I mean, I wasn't bullied, I guess, that bad, you know? But, I mean, I've been bullied before. It's not a fucking bad thing. Um, I mean, it's it's horrible when it's persistent and it gets to, like, a certain level, but, I mean, bullying's just a natural fucking thing, man. I'm sorry to say that. We could change the rules as much as we want, but bullies are going to be bullies, man. They're going to find new ways. Like, at my daughter's school, her bully is a kid that's a year older than her that makes fun of her and her friends because, of A, the way they talk. She, he says that they talk like babies still. They don't talk regular. And anything that they do, like when they play with certain toys, he tells them they're not big kids yet. 
like they're still babies. So that's why they're playing with baby toys. That's his way of being a bully. Like he literally has made my daughter. My daughter has come home crying about that. She's like, I don't like this kid. He picks on me and my friends. Like she'll name off everything, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, but I get it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna fucking be like one of those shitty parents. Like, what the fuck are you guys fucking doing? My kid's coming home crying. That's stupid. Why would I make a big ass scene about that shit? My kid's not traumatized. She still fucking goes off and plays. She still has fun here at home. She still has fun with her friends. And at school, she's with her friends still. They're loving life, man. I see pictures of them all the time online. Uh, of them having fun and shit. Like I told her before, fuck that kid. Well, I didn't use the word fuck, but I was like, don't even talk to that kid. Like, don't worry about him. I'm on. If he tries coming up to you guys and bugging you guys, you know, leave that be. And yeah, she kind of got over it. Now she doesn't, like for a while it was weird. Because like I said, she brought it up. And then next thing you know, she would tell me uh, days after like, hey, so-and-so didn't pick on us today. And he didn't, he didn't do anything mean to us today. Like, okay, good job. And then she would tell me again the next day. And so I eventually I had to tell her like, hey, um, you don't have to tell me that. It's okay. And well, that's good that he's not messing with you anymore or your friends. But just leave it at that, you know, have fun and, and play with your friends. Don't worry about that. And the main reason why I say that is because me, myself, as a kid, especially when I changed schools, like, I had to deal with that shit horribly. I remember feeling, like, not just an outcast, but, like, as if everybody knew I was being picked on by this one kid, and they were okay with it. I lost friends from this bully. This bully took two of my best friends at the time and got them to start fucking with me, too. One of them even set me up one day, man. Uh, seventh grade, I was... Um, during lunch there's a little area that's like there's our main cafeteria spot and then our side cafeteria spot and in the side one you can be indoors you know in case it rains or whatever but the main quad was where everybody ate and outside of that quad there's this little door where you could walk over and you would go to the principal's office but there's not really anybody paying attention there and there's like this huge grass area so you would you could kind of walk uh, about 130 feet you know not that far but you're walking past classrooms, so realistic-wise, if there's a teacher or anybody in there, they can see it, but they can't run out that way. They would have to go out and go all the way around. But um, my buddy at the time hit me up because uh, it was all this was over a girl, too. It, you know what I mean? It's fucking crazy now. But at the time, you know, that was fucking the world, you know? A fucking girl that likes you in the seventh grade, that was shit, man. It's like, fuck yeah, it is awesome. She wants to hold my hand and kiss and shit. That was great. So he, my buddy hits me up, like, hey, man, you want to come over here real quick? I'll tell you something cool i'm thinking nothing of it he's my buddy but at this point you know he, he tapped my arm told me like hey what's up check this out we're gonna go over here i went to the other uh, lunch area and then he goes no no no, check this out he grabs his backpack and pulls out like as if he's gonna show me something and he doesn't want anybody to know so i go outside to follow him and when i walk outside there's the fucking bully with two of his friends like from before my buddy who i thought was my buddy at the time and another one of my buddies they burned me man they fucking left me there fucking hanging dude dude fucking uh went off on me pushed me up against the wall yelling at me telling me i fucking can't be talking to this girl anymore he wants to talk to her and i'm over here like what the fuck's going on because in my head i'm like oh cool like at least i got my boys here like shit's not gonna pop off but then it all computes in my head real quick like oh fuck they're the ones who burned me and i remember for like months like just dreading going to school to the point of like every day i just made up scenarios in my head of what could happen and that's the worst shit, man. That was worse than whenever anything would happen. Like, dreading that shit, that, that anxiety and, and like, just feeling of, like, that I couldn't do shit. First off, I had no hope. I had nothing. You know what I mean? 
So I can kind of get in the head of like somebody that gets bullied from day to day, you know, because I mean, like I said, for a while it was like that, like I want to say half the year. And then like towards the end of the last few months, I ended up just getting a new group of friends and fucking hung out and all that shit was as if it didn't even matter. And it took me a while, like by eighth grade, I didn't give a fuck about that dude. He was fucking a loser anyway. And I want to say he ended up uh, like getting expelled for starting shit with other people. But I mean, it, it really didn't matter. His whole strength against me was A, it was him fucking with me because A, he knew me personally. Like we had classes together. He knew where I lived. We walked home together, all kind of shit like that. So in my head, I always felt like completely, you know, out of it, you know, but it didn't matter. You know, in the end, I got new friends. I got my own shit and everything was cool by then. Like, and I mean, that's just my outcome, but I I get the whole bullying thing. I get that. You know what I mean? And it happens. People get fucked with all the time. It's going to happen forever. You guys can change rules all you want, which is why, like I said, the rule changing and changing the laws for the shit ain't really going to help much. A fucked up person is going to do fucked up shit. But the thing that I like to think about in this is what could be or what could have been. This kid was asking for shit, man. He was going online venting and people were responding back and he was always talking back to these people. Oh, uh, yeah, back and forth. The, the manifesto, like I said, I always tend to go after that kind of thing. And his manifesto is literally just copy and paste of stupid shit. So, I mean, at least I, I get that he was reading, you know, because he was reading a bunch of shit. That's where he got the things that he copy and pasted. But his manifesto was literally a copy and paste job of, like, five major books, you know? Like, he had pieces of fucking Mein Kampf in there. Like, it's it's fucking dumb, dude. Like, in reality, he's just a stupid kid that had nowhere to go and shit invented. 18 years old, so I can't even call him a kid anymore. Fuck that. He's a, he's a man. I don't give a fuck what people say. He's a man. That's dumb. But this is the thing that I don't think people talk about. Um, with me, what I ended up doing was, like dreaming about shit and like act you know in my dreams I would act out or do things but they're always in my dreams I never thought about hurting people or myself anywhere else you know I didn't want to do it in reality because hey like I'm pretty sure I get caught so there's no point in that and jail sounds horrible because I have family that have been in prison and jail and they never were telling me oh it's cool dude like <laughs> you know even when they were like oh no it went good they weren't like oh yeah it was great like i'll do it again they're like fuck that i want to go back so it never sounded good to me and death all back when i was a kid used to scare me but now i don't fucking care but i don't i'm not fucking hoping for it or looking forward to it or anything i got plenty of shit to live for my life's pretty awesome um so yeah uh what i want to say is do people forget that like like I said, to me, the most beautiful thing in the world, uh, outside of, like, you know, family and love and, and all the happy, good-go-lucky things, is uh, art. Art is something, to me, that is amazing, not just because, A, it's beautiful, you know, like, there's all kinds of art. There's fucking visual art, um, audio, you know, sound and shit. There's body art, like, dancing and, um, and you know, like, expression, like, circus shit. Like, all kind of, there's different kinds of art. Martial art, too. Fucking name. There you go. Um... Which actually is great. I liked it a lot. It helped me channel shit when I was little. And it taught me how to defend myself too. You know, it really does. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to put my daughter and stuff. Probably just kickboxing and some uh, fucking um, jujitsu and stuff. My boy, I don't know. I mean, depending on him, it's up to him. I mean, wrestling's always good. It's a good fundamental. 
just to learn how to, you know, ground somebody if, like, need be. Because to me, most uh, conflicts, like, altercations is normally one-on-one. If you're getting fucking jumped, fuck that, dude. Fucking bite people, kick them in the nuts. There's no rules. They're trying to fuck you up. Fuck them up. Make them not want to hurt you ever. And um, learned that from my eldest brother. He would always say that because he's a little guy, littler than me. He's like five five or something. He used to say it all the time, even when I was a kid. And like I said, he's fifteen years older than me. So even when I was what fourteen, fifteen, he was fucking thirty. But he used to say that shit all the time. He's like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "You might beat me up." Like this is him talking out loud about like when he would get into it with people at a bar or wherever fuck he was at. He's like, dude, if I could fucking talk to him, I would tell him that shit. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. You might beat my ass, but it ain't gonna be fucking easy. And you're not gonna want to do that shit again after we're done with this shit. Like, in other words, make that shit a fucking fight, man. This person's trying to hurt you. You fucking hurt them back. And like I said, I'm I'm not one to aggravate or to um, be pro fighting or nothing, you know. Like, but defending yourself, fuck yeah, dude. Somebody's fucking starting shit. Like, go 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 hard and don't just fucking hold back. Uh, what was it? An episode or two ago of this, I, I talked about my whole thing with that uh street dude or whatever fuck I want to call him that whatever some dirtbag but yeah once I initiated that attack and I hit him my only thought was like fuck dude now I gotta keep hitting this dude like cause you can't just like hit somebody and then be like alright I'm sorry we're good nah dude especially if you don't know them you better fucking finish that shit <laughs> so I said I, I'm not about violence but I mean to defend yourself totally different totally different I mean I'll, I'll fucking lose limbs and all kind of shit for stuff for certain things if someone's trying to kill me or trying to hurt my kids uh, they don't give a fuck about me anymore I'm just trying to neutralize you and um gonna go back on subject so this kid the Texas shooter he uh like I said he, he had warning signs he, he put it out there and he was trying to in, in my head he was getting atten- he was trying to get attention and I I mean Always in retrospect, people only see it as negative because they're like, oh, look what he said. He told somebody like, oh, it's, you're going to see tomorrow. Pay attention to the word to use. You're going to see tomorrow. That means he wasn't going to do anything that day. As much anger and as fucking horrible as he felt, there was still that time to stop everything. If anybody was involved with him in any way, they could have fucking interfered and been like, hey, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, a real friend would have been like, dude, fuck that. I get it, dude. Your life sucks, but fucking change it for the better. Do something with it. And I've talked about that with people that are always down their luck where it's like, dude, you don't know how fucking hard it is, man. Like, shit sucks. My my fucking wife left me. My kids don't talk to me anymore. Or my lady, or not even a wife, but they're just like, yeah, man, I fucking feel like a loser. My girl left me, and I don't know what to do. I've been with her forever change then dude like this is a fucking time to start over it's gonna be hard i'm not fucking saying like oh yeah it's fucking easy just start over no it's gonna be difficult but you need to do something with that or channel that fucking anger and aggression emotions are not a bad thing emotions can be good for things just don't act on them initially because you're just fucking brainless all you're thinking is one thought like oh fuck i'm angry i'm gonna do angry shit yeah that's real easy that's childlike that's what kids do my daughter's like that when she gets angry, she fucking throws tantrums. I get it. I'm not going to fucking expect her to be like, hey, channel that anger into something. Like, no, she's a child. She doesn't know anything yet. But that's where I'm trying to get at. And so I decided to pick one quick subject of art. Like, let's just go with just music for first off. How many fucking songs are about violence or crimes or anything? A bunch. <laughs> and are these songs, like, 
fucking biological or, you know, or biological. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, they're not autobiographies, you know. They're not fucking telling the truth. They're, these are fucking made-up stories. They're based on a real thought or a fucking thing. Like, look at Johnny Cash, man. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. That's a lyric. He didn't fucking shoot anybody. He's. I'm pretty sure the only time he's been in Reno was to perform. He never shot anybody in Reno. But the line itself is an expression of a thought. He put it out there. He turned something negative into something positive. He wrote a song. What's wrong with that? Nobody does that shit anymore? Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson. Great fucking song, right? Song is about somebody that went into a room, killed somebody, and left without a trace. That's what makes him smooth. Uh, Talking Head, Psycho Killer. Fucking great song. Supposed to be about uh, the movie Psycho and stuff, but uh, yeah. Great song still either way. Um, Mac the Knife by Bobby Darin. Fucking great song, man. People sing along to it, you know? fucking great but he's talking about a fucking murderer <laughs> or here goes one I hate this band like period I don't care to talk to him but it's a great song Jeremy from Pearl Jam well actually it's not a great song but it's good meaning the song is about a kid that's fucking gonna shoot up people and he's fucking pissed because he gets picked on and he's bullied a lot does that sound like anything to anybody what about pumped up kicks remember Foster the People that whole fucking song is about a kid that gets a gun and wants to fucking kill somebody. And he imagines them. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't get a gun. He found the gun, right? Yeah, yeah, he finds the gun. How the fuck does he go with dude, dude? I think he found his dad's gun. Yeah. And then he imagines everybody running from him while he shoots him. It's a fucking pop song, man. That shit was number one for a while. Like, it was a big fucking deal. It's a fucked up song if you think about it, but... Most people don't think about songs that are singing. They just sing along. Da, 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 da. Who cares? That's what I'm talking about. Do something positive with these thoughts. Make something good out of this horrible shit that you're going through. Emotions are good if they're channeled right. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, do something creative with it. You think fucking all these, like, death metal bands? The word fucking death is in it. Like, they're not writing these songs like don't get me wrong there's horrible ones like mayhem and shit like fucking that's a fucking crazy intense band and they were nuts if anybody wants to look more into that check out the movie i want to say it's still on hulu uh lords of chaos great flick man uh one of the colkins is it i want to say it's kareem uh but yeah crazy fucking story true story by the way um like it's death metal they write about horrible fucking shit like and killing people burning churches all this shit like that they talk about violence that's better than doing it you know what i mean like that band did both but i mean bad reference i guess but i mean they at least channeled a lot more of it by writing music and that's a good thing to do more recent more to me which one like hits me more or always makes me think about it whenever i hear about school shootings uh i was in high school at the time pod youth of the nation that was a fucking great song man uh, lyrics for fucking, let me see, I'm gonna look something up, do do oh, last day for the rest of my life, I wish I would've known, cause I would've, I didn't kiss my mama goodbye, like, this dude's, and, and they're a Christian group, but he wrote a song about it, like, he turned this whole thing into, you know, art, you can make things out of tragedy, there's nothing wrong with that, hopefully you don't have to have the tragedy first, but I mean, you can have, you can channel any 
horrible thought you have into something. Write a story. Turn it into a story. Change your name into some other character. Whatever. Write a whole fucking book. Write something about it. Do something. Turn it into music. Do something. If you dance, fucking show that aggression that way. Make a contemporary art piece. Like, do these things. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's other outlets as opposed to fucking uh, actual violence. You don't need to get that far. And life isn't that fucking hard yet. I get it, man. Like, being bullied probably, especially back then, that's all he knew. And and he probably was told constantly he's a fucking loser or whatever. Who knows? Can't talk to him now. We don't know anything. But, man, there's just so many other things that people could do. And that's what trips me out. Here goes some more songs that I can think about. Ooh, this is one of my faves right here. Uh, Maroon 5. Don't know if you guys know about them big ass fucking band but when they first started uh to me their best album uh which is what what album is it it won't be soon before long which is their second album fucking killer man that shit's just a uh, wake up call the music video even shows it too like just straightforward you know there's nothing like to explain but yeah he catches the lady cheating on him shoots a dude and talks about how let's see how's it go it's not my fault. Caught you in the morning with another one in my bed. Don't you care about me anymore? Don't you care about me? I don't care. I don't think so. Came in without warning, so I had to shoot him dead. He won't come here around anymore. Come around here. Yeah. That's it, man. It's awesome. Like, do something with it. Don't just fucking be dumb. <laughs> and then, like... This is as far as I can think of. Like, like I said, I, I'm not a big death metal band. Like, I do like it, but I'm, I'm not big on, like, oh, fuck, it's my favorite fucking band. They fucking do. Nah. Not really. I'm more in, like, doom metal of anything like that. Like, the big sludge, like, heavy-ass, down, detuning type shit. But, uh, classic for me. Like, he, we defend the lyrics because, A, he's never done anything horrible. And, B, it's fucking part of the whole show. Like, the Misfits were... And I'm talking about Danzig era misfits. Like, don't get me wrong, there's other, like, Jerry only keeps performing with Ben, whatever. Cool. That's great. But Danzig era misfits is the shit. That's, like, my fucking hardcore punk. I love that shit. Forever. I have the fucking box set, which is a coffin. I have all their shit. A bunch of it. It's fucking awesome, man. I got to meet the dude. Fucking Danzig's cool as fuck. But if you listen to lyrics and try to explain to these people, fuck, man. It's kind of fucking hard. <laughs> but. He's painting a picture. He's telling you a story. That's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Some of the fucking song titles alone are fucking crazy. Mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? This is about a kid that literally is saying, like, I get straight A's. People fuck with me all the time. All the girls think I'm weird. Uh, I do everything right. I'm a good guy. But yet nothing happens. And then, Or nothing good happens. And then he asks his mom, can I go out and kill tonight? And then he goes on the rest of the song explaining and going into fucking vivid detail about not only who he kills, but how. Like, it's a full-on horror movie in a song. It's only like two minutes long, if that. Um, Yeah, like, dude, he, there's nothing wrong with these things. Hybrid moments. Fucking beautiful song. If you want to take it as it is, sounds like, oh, yeah, this dude's talking about, you know, how happy he is to be with this person. Yeah, but it opens up with, like, you're going to scream, scream at me because moments like this never last. Like, he's talking about murder and shit like that. He's horrible. <laughs> uh, skulls. That's another one. Oh, Last Caress. Come on, people. That's like a fucking really, really fucking, like, morbid song, you know? 
and then the big, big one, like, that's super obvious, Die, Die, My Darling. Fucking awesome fucking song, man. But, yeah, he's talking about horribly, like, killing this person that ruined his life and made him feel that way. Die, 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 my darling. Don't utter a single word. Die, 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 my darling. Just shut your pretty mouth. I'll be seeing you again. I'll be seeing you in hell. Don't try to be a baby. Your future's in an oblong box. Like, dude, come on, man. If you just heard the lyrics alone, like if I was in a courtroom and I read that, yeah, it sounds horrible. But, I mean, if you listen to it as a song, you're like, oh, this is like, dude's painting a picture. He's describing like this horror movie that in his head he's talking out loud. These are things that you can do with these horrible thoughts. I've written like stories that I'm pretty sure if like, you know, I did something horrible crime wise and people read that, but oh, he's always had these thoughts. Not at all, man. Like I've never thought of hurting people. <laughs> the only time. And even when I have hurt people, I wasn't thinking about it beforehand. It was always just like, fuck, man, I hope this shit doesn't get crazy. And shit would get crazy, so I defended myself. It was never, like, a violent thing. I was never trying to hurt somebody or fucking do anything wrong, but that's what ends up happening, and that's what I mean. Like, channel your emotions into something else. Don't fucking act out. There's other things to do. And like I said, this kid tried talking to people. It's kind of fucked up, but he, uh, hey, little dude. My little buddy's awake right now. Hey, want to say hi? Ah. Ah. <laughs> What's over there? Okay, I'll go over there right now, but <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll end this one with that. But yeah, like I said, I, I get it. I have kids. I think about it. But um, what everybody always thinks about first is what they could do to prevent it as opposed to what could have been done for this one kid that made him or what, what made this kid go this far. And where were the signs? Where were the warning things? What could have been done in that? Nobody likes to talk about that shit. Nobody likes to think about it. They always just think about what can the world do to prevent this from happening for everyone else. These are rare cases, man. Like I said, if it was really what they always say, like this kid was violent, he listened to a bunch of fucked up music, he hated things and all that shit. Okay, there's a bunch of people like that and they don't fucking act out either. So he's he was a rare form in that. And... As long as it stays that way, yeah, we're going to hear about these things and they'll be casually happening or randomly happening, which is normal. I mean, there's violence everywhere, man. There's people that do a bunch of fucked up shit. Uh, the world's going to get better. It, it, it always is to me. But I said, uh, if you think you're one of these people, man, put that shit somewhere else. I get it. You, you feel trapped or you feel like this is it right now, but you can always change. And any real crazy life-changing event where you think, like, you have nothing else now, then start over. That's your erase the fucking etch just sketch Shake that shit. Like, you start over now. Uh. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. My little buddy's entertaining me right now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go with that. <laughs>